One knee and a two knee and a three and a four. You can fuck off. You can fuck off. We we had this conversation last week. You are not allowed to take the piss. No, you're not allowed to take the piss out of my work. I I don't take the piss out of yours. It sounded like it. It's what drummers do. It's what drummers do. Yeah? That's how you start off. One knee and a two knee and then suddenly you're Neil Peart. So stop that, right? As far as I'm concerned, I was just about to say before I was rudely interrupted, one knee and a two knee and a three and a four. This is episode four of the Illich Vidiots podcast. I'm Jim Slim Dim and a fan of Quim. And my co-host with me is Graham Tally Bally Harris, the flight of the navigator. Smith, how are you? Huh? That's all right, isn't it? Or did I take the piss too much? Yeah. Yeah. Because of counting. Because guess what? Drummers fucking count. I'm hurt. That's all. That's all <laughs> you that need all to know. Takes? Yeah. Great intro. You know what? You are four for four on shit intros. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're you're four for four on being a. Shit house. How about that? Just count it. One E and a two E and a three and a four shit intros from you. Yeah, okay. One E and a two E and a three and a four fuck you. How about that? Yeah? You happy with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Brilliant. Well, we started off on a really positive note, haven't we? Thank you so much for that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode four. Welcome to the Illich Vidiots podcast. Today, we're going to talk about Eurovision. Do you like my uh, broadcast voice? I've been working on it. It's pretty good. Doesn't sound too bad. Ah, I mean, I have to to be honest, though, it probably wouldn't have the same audio quality because if you are listening to this and it sounds like we're talking through a tin can or we're talking from a fish tank... That is because we are doing this from our respective homes. Oh, yes, we are doing this via Zoom. Yes. So, obviously, we are just, it's probably going to have a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a, an audio change, but hopefully it shouldn't be too bad. Um, so, what I mean, I there, to- there's, there's, there's a reason why I've got the virtual background on it. So the reason we're doing the Zoom conversation instead of actually being in the studio together is because I've got chronic diarrhea. So I'm actually just sat on the toilet the entire time. Um, and I thought having this virtual background, you don't have to see that too much. Look at that. I brought shit into the conversation already. We are like a minute in. Nailed it. What's concerning? That's how good, that's how good I am. Okay. What, what's concerning though? You're saying you're on the toilet and then you're slightly swiveling. So I'm wondering what kind of toilet make you actually do have where you can swivel. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it'd be quite a decent design to have for a toilet. Homemade. Homemade, yeah? Yeah, go, go to home base, buy those little wheels that you can get for the bottom of uh, like dollies and all that lot. And yeah, mm-hmm. just so you as just, much as you like. So does that mean that you're just around the house on your toilet consistently? Like if you're just yeah, like going, on, no. I'm going from living room to kitchen, I need to make myself a brew, but I am just constantly shiting. 
Yeah, no, I mean, this this was actually more the idea of, you know, like the, the poo emoji? Yeah. It's like this... <laughs> it's yeah, this perfect on. swirl, isn't it? Yeah. I wanted to know how to make the perfect swirl, and I came up with the idea that if you could spin whilst going, you make the perfect swirl, and um, I can confirm it is true. Yeah, well, you... If you're having diarrhea, mate, I don't know what kind of swell you're making. If anything, you're making Jackson Pollock paintings. No, when it's diarrhea, you feel like you're on a jet engine. <laughs> Just go flying. Is that how you propel yourself? Yeah. So your wife could be in the kitchen and she goes, Graham, and you go, and then you just come from the living room into the kitchen and go, what is it, darling? <laughs> Would you like a fruit? I've certainly. I'm going back to the living room now. And the best thing is, if you just tape a mop to the back of the toilet, it cleans it all up while you go. Really? Yeah. Imagine putting that on Dragon's Den. <laughs> that <laughs> would be a great, a great, great Dragon's Den. Anyway, we went off topic there. You should not distract me with conversation like that. God. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> so, um, so today we are doing a, a Eurovision special because it is actually Eurovision tonight and we thought the best thing to do would be to talk about it today and then release the podcast a week after Eurovision when all the hype's over. That's how good we are. Yeah, absolutely. We're on it. And um, what I was going to say, um, this is for anyone who's listening as well, um, I just want to mention that you can actually now contact us. We mentioned it in our last podcast um, during the break, but now you can get in contact with us at illegevidiots at gmail.com. Um, please just give us a, give us a, send us an email. Let us know what you think. Um, you know, this is a, this for us feels like a, it's a work in progress. We're finding our feet. So feel free to tell us what you like, what you dislike. And do you know what? If you want to send insults, please do, because there's nothing better than listening to insults about this guy and insults about my own self. And we're, we'll be more than happy to broadcast them on you know the podcast episode. So we are more than happy to do that. Um, but in particular, we are going to do a segment in the future called Mullins It Over, where you can send in dilemmas um, that I can try and solve. Well, Graham, we can both try and solve them together. Um, but we want to know... If there are any dilemmas we can solve for you, whether they're personal or worldwide ones or any concerns that you may have. So please email us at imagevideos at gmail.com. See, now what I like here is you're advertising this idea that we could fix someone's life problems. Yeah. And I mean, anyone that is, is, is able to watch this at any point, like if we just release this part of the conversation on social media they can see number one it look have you shaved your head by the way i have yeah i got bored of my uh, <sighs> my stupid hair pissed me off so we've got shaved head mullins over there sitting there clearly life is is top notch for you and there's me <laughs> on my there's me on my spinny toilet with a virtual background with shit hair how are we going to solve anyone's life problems we are not what people would call winners no but do you know what it's always worth listening to people around you in terms you know in terms of trying to help out with any situations or dilemmas plus also you, yeah go on did you just try to sound profound I tried to but I can't <laughs> I can't I can't ever sound profound I try very hard, and one day I might, but that's not today. 
Um, so, so yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. But anyway, just just a quick one. How, how are you in general? Before we obviously start this Eurovision yeah. extravaganza. No, I'm all, I'm all right. I'm I'm very hyped for Eurovision. Uh, this is this is the most hyped I've ever been for a a Eurovision. Um, I can't wait to to get that that fun Eurovision fuzzy feeling inside when watching it. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all there. How about you? How do you feel this fine Saturday? Uh, I'm doing good. Likewise, I am actually looking forward to this uh, dive into Eurovision and seeing where it takes us. Um, obviously, since the, the the Monday the 17th, things have started to open up and it, it feels a little bit weird. Um, I had my first uh, band practice on the Wednesday. I saw. I was I was all over the the liking that kind of shit on Facebook. I was like, yeah. "Were you playing? Were you playing? Was it was it a a Korg? Yeah, a Korg a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got a synth in a song. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it's in the, in that particular song, um, it's Faith No More, Ashes to Ashes. And if you actually listen to the track. Um, there's a lot of keyboard bits, but there's bits where I don't play, and I've decided that I'm going to heavy metal mosh and just go absolutely bananas in the bits where I don't play because it's very heavy. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to go nuts. I was thinking, like, hypothetically, if we were playing a gig in front of loads of people, I'm just going to get into the crowd and just like just grab a few people and just, yeah, let's go for it. So do you remember a, a while back we had a conversation about your band, and I said how they were. They were really you, like you are a really good group of musicians, oh, um, but then there's you in that sort of wanking in the corner. I mean, you have just confirmed that there's part of a song there where you have nothing to do, so you're going to go out and just wank about with the audience. I might as well accept who I am, hey? <laughs> I mean, you call me a, a, a wanker who's that wanky guitarist. Do you know what? I'm just going to act like a monkey and wank in between the bits that I don't play. Why a monkey? Because I'm pretty sure other than... Because monkeys love to wank. They do. They do. Okay, yeah. How many other animals apart from humans have you seen wanking? Right, well, there's the worrying question because I haven't expressly gone out looking for wanking animals, but you seem to have a knowledge here. It's not a knowledge. I don't have an extensive knowledge of the history of wanking. I'm just saying that... I mean, you're acting like you do. You're you're putting me in the position where I'm having to try and defend myself. (laughs) I'm Um, very good at it as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. But I'll be honest with you, you know, monkeys are more than likely to wank than, let's say, a dolphin. Okay, right. So I've I've literally just I've gone onto Google and just typed in animals that masturbate. Um, monkeys is top of the list. Hey, see. Dolphins. What? Dolphins, elephants, walruses, um, most rodents, bats. Most rodents. Why can't most they be rodents. specific? I don't know. It just says most rodents. Okay. Like squirrels. Oh, apparently squirrels do it a lot. Um, lizards, turtles, and penguins. <laughs> Top so, ten. Um, so there we go. That is a that's a lot of uh, animals. You you could have chosen from any of those. And I knew the monkey was the champion. 
every year, every decade. The champion is humans. Oh yeah, no, okay, humans. Humans. You literally just have to get on on the 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 Thanet loop, and you'll actively see that humans do it the most. Yeah. What what a great advertisement for the Thanet loop that is. Come right. watch humans wank. Yeah. <laughs> and go round in circles. <laughs> <laughs> they, should, they should get us in to do all their advertising because we're obviously very good at it. Oh, could you imagine that advert? Where else can you get on a bus where it just goes round and round and round and round while simultaneously displaying acts of human indecency? <laughs> It's unbelievable. But no, we anyway, back to the, the whole uh Your revision. thing. Oh rehearsal, yeah, sorry, yeah. I was gonna say no, no, the rehearsal thing. So I wanna give a shout out um to the place in particular, the good rehearsal rooms. Mm-hmm. Now, if you saw any of the photos of my band, my band's Rocket Skates, by the way, I might as well advertise them while we're here. Um sell out. Yeah, don't care, don't care, mate. <laughs> I'm in a band called Rocket Skates, you know, come see us in a pub near you. Um we went When's your first gig? Uh, 26th of June at the Bradstone Mill, hoping that everything is okay by then. Um, so, yeah, very much looking forward to it. So we, we did our first rehearsal, and I have to praise the good rehearsal rooms because you as a musician know that when you go to rehearsal rooms, and this isn't a, a negative thing I'm entirely saying about rehearsal rooms, but they tend to feel like they're a little bit, half done it's just about being in the space and just providing whatever you know the bass drum might have some homeless man's duvet tucked into it it's a pearl export kit it's all a bit you know pv it's it's always either a pearl or a yamaha kit yeah pearl or yamaha kit yeah um you know the pa might not be too great there's egg cups on the wall but only specific parts it's all a little bit rustic Good rehearsal rooms i have never been to a better rehearsal room in my life they go to the full extent of when you walk in to the left of you, you have a bar, which is already a plus point. They yeah. have, um, they have equipment that you can hire out from orange amps, martial amps, and they, upon request, they can go, yes, we can supply you with this. And it's all decent gear. Plus also, this is the best thing. I've never seen this before. They have room service. So in, in, explain this one because I saw I saw your drummer posted up a picture of this and I was instantly intrigued. Yeah, so very much like a hotel room, they provided a menu for your own uh, whatever you want. So basically, either beers, coffees, teas, chocolate bars, crisps, whatever. They had a room service and they had a telephone as well, like a proper Alfred from Batman telephone, like yeah. And you could pick it up and make the call and go, look, give us some beers. We're on, we're getting wavy up here. Or they can give you a call and go, hey, do you fancy any drinks? They have that communication and it gets brought to you on a tray. I've never been so impressed with that concept. It's been, yeah, absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's it's clear that these people... um, have actually have put a lot of thought into this. They haven't just gone, we're going to open up a rehearsal space. Mm-hmm. They've, they've yeah. done really well. And also they've got, I think they've got four main rooms. They've just opened a really big room at the moment with a huge mirror. And you could probably fit about, you could fit a 12 Slipknot could rehearse in there. It's a decent size. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they have batty as well. And they have a DJ room. So DJs can actually rehearse as Go well. Go in there and practice. Oh, nice. 
Absolutely brilliant. So I can't recommend now. So I just wanted to say that. Are they are they moderately priced as well? Yes, um, I believe. I just I in there. Yeah, don't, um, don't, you don't have to quote the price. You can just. It, no, is it worth they, the money? I would say that on average, most rehearsal rooms are about ten pound an hour. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a couple of extra quid. So I think it might be twelve. Don't quote me on this, but it's just a couple of quid extra. But it is so worth it. Like honestly, it's so worth it. There you go. So, uh, musicians have done it. Head to good rehearsal rooms. Yeah, that's it. I just thought I'd say that because it was it was good. But yeah, no, it was fun to uh, rehearse, and um, yeah, hopefully by the time the uh, twenty sixth of June comes around, we'll be ready to rock and roll. Well, if you if you do if you do gig on the twenty sixth of June, I will be there. Yeah, I'll be right at the I'll be right at the front, taking surveys like we said in the first episode. No, I won't take any surveys, but I will definitely be holding up big cards with with different things written on there just for you. What's the first thing you think about? If you had one card to put up and you go, right, I'm going to make a series of cards, what's the first one? What's the first thing you write on that first card? You're the shit one. <laughs> <laughs> just hold it up just in front of you. The rest of the band can see the card, but they yeah. know it's directed at you. Oh, perfect. So, you know, during a time in which people's anxiety is ridden during this very, you know, tumultuous time, I'm going to go to that first gig and go, okay, shadow box in the corner. I'm ready for this. I can do this. Let's get back to normal life. And straight away, opening chord, and you're there holding that up in my face. <laughs> Certified class A prick. Yep. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Well, you know, I will look forward to it. I'm just putting it out there. If I put something nice on the card, there's no no way you'll take it seriously. You'd think you'd panic more if it said you're a lovely person on it. Oh yeah. You'd, ass- you'd assume I'm up to something. Well, that's why I'd suggest having a little think about what you put on there first to see which one's going to jar me the most. Yeah, I still find the. Um, you're the shit one, funnier. Because okay. with, with with that one, right, if I hold up the you're a nice guy kind of thing, I'm going to get people walking past going, oh, that's really sweet. Oh, that's really nice of you. And then they might they might just want to, like, put their arm around me and, and dance because they think I'm a nice guy that wants, wants to be approached. I don't want any of that. Whereas if I hold up the you're the shit one, someone walks past, 90% of the time they'll be like, you're a dickhead. But there's 10% of people that will just go, <laughs> yeah, and then walk off. And those are the people that I respect. Okay. Well, do you know what I was thinking in my head? I was hoping that if you put you're a nice guy up, that suddenly yeah. amongst the well, amongst the people watching, various sort of cards are going to come up and they hold it and everyone eventually goes, yes, he is. And he goes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. And then everyone has a card saying, yes, he is. And then it's just a big ego fest for me. That's the dream. Yeah, that's why that's that's why it will never happen. Yeah, okay. All right, well, look, you know. If I walked into the pub and someone else has written you're a nice guy and you start seeing yes he is coming up, I will very quickly write, nah, he's the shit one. And then then they'll go, no, he's not, no, he's not, no, he's not, no, you'll just see more yes he is ones coming up. It's fine. Yeah, okay. I'll divide the pub. Oh, well, it's always good to have a contingency plan, isn't it? Yep. Plan yeah. these. Anyway, we should talk about Eurovision. But first, let's go to one of our many, many, many stuff. 
there. I just wanted to use this break to give a shout out to the Good Rehearsal Rooms. You would have heard me speak about them a minute ago, but I want to give them a proper shout out this time. They are fantastic. If you are a musician or you have a band, please go and check these guys out. They will provide you with all your rehearsing needs. Their rooms are fantastic, top notch. They are all really nicely done, proper soundproof, proper PAs, proper equipment, you name it, they have it. They will allow you even to rent certain amps for your space when you're in there and then provide you with all the hardware that you need if you're a drummer, you name it, whatever they've got, they will do it for you. They also have a bar, guys. It is honestly such a wonderful place to come to. Now, I know ultimately that you just want to go into a space and rehearse, but these guys go to the extra length to make sure that you are welcome, that you feel comfortable, and that you're able to produce the best music you possibly can. Considering this is a Eurovision special, I would recommend that if you are thinking about writing that hit song, please go and check out The Good Rehearsal Rooms at www.thegoodrehearsal.com rooms.com and please check them out they will be located in the maple leaf business park just at the top of manston please go and check them out i can't recommend them enough thank you so we've got some uh eurovision experts on the phone to have a little conversation with us because i know nothing about eurovision and, yeah, so I thought we could we could have a nice little chat with some people that that know a lot. Now these two have Eurovision parties each year. They they do like a a, a betting thing on it for for anyone that's interested, um, and they really go hard with this. So they are they are they are the kings of Eurovision. So Fantastic. we're gonna give we're gonna give my friends uh, Toby and Joey a quick a quick call. So okay. let's see. Hello, how are you? Hello, okay. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Um, so, so we're doing the podcast at the moment, and we're we're doing an Illich Vidiot special on Eurovision, and and being the the Illich Vidiots we are, we know nothing about Eurovision, so we're just waving <laughs> blindly into this, and we were hoping we could get some key information from you. Well, you've obviously wrong the uh, the perfect people to speak about this. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> today is basically this is basically our Christmas Day being Eurovision Day. <laughs> so, what what are you doing to celebrate Eurovision Day? Well, actually, this is a quiet one. We would normally have like a big party, um, but obviously we can't do that at the moment. But our flags are up still. Um, flags are always up. The flags are always up. not all year round. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm probably just going to get really really drunk. And and hopefully win some money out of it tonight as well. Yeah, I've got a couple of drinking games. So yeah. Okay. Now I I I have been bigging you up to James. <laughs> now he can he can oh. hear what we're saying, but he you won't be able to hear him because we're using a headphone. So any questions that I ask, they may come from him as well. Just so you know. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm kind of interested into your your knowledge and history of Eurovision. Like, do you, oh God. you right? Yeah, so I'm gonna <laughs> test you out here. The pre- pressure's on now. We know really? recent years, <laughs> okay? We'll, we'll okay, we'll in, in recent years, who's been your favorite? Your favorite performance, of 
2012, Sweden, Sweden, Euphoria with, uh, no, sorry, Lurine with Euphoria. It's one of the best Eurovision songs, if not best song of all time. I would go to say that she actually changed the game for Eurovision. Before that, Absolutely. it was pretty rubbish songs. Yeah. And then this came along and blew everyone away. Yep. Okay. Um, like, <laughs> that was actually way more detailed than I thought. Great. I thought you'd be like, oh, I'm not sure, but no. Um, so, what what was so good about that? <laughs> so it, I think it just it changed it changed the entire dynamic. It was all very the songs were very camp, and they were all very sort of. Uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say sort of like th- things you'd hear sort of on for the for those country specific songs. Euphoria felt like it was. It, it could be played anywhere. Yeah. And also that it was, it just lifted it. It was a more mature sound. Yeah. Which it I, was a bit of a club sound. Yeah. Which was really unusual for Eurovision because it's always been super cheesy, super camp, never really broken out of that box. But then this came along. I don't know if 2012, maybe like the David Guetta kind of time. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, no, was it, was, it was, it was, well, David Guetta was slight, slightly earlier in terms of getting big, but then, yeah. Yeah, and I remember them saying that when it was being played out, it's like it's tapping into that, and that's why people loved it. Yeah, and since then, there's been so many songs like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to ask, what do they look for in a Eurovision song? Like, what are the tick boxes that make the Eurovision song the perfect song in your eyes? Good question. So, in 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 my eyes, yes, there needs to be some kind of camp factor to it so this could either be with euphoria where it was a heightened level of like yes work this is amazing <laughs> like the she does a, a crab dance in a way where she just sort of scales off stage and it's just very much that's true sometimes it's not the music sometimes yeah. it's what you're watching that's Ab- very important as well. the performance aspect yeah if you're stood there and you're just singing into a microphone unless it's like a diva I'm sorry. Most times that doesn't win. Yeah. Most times. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have to be a group either. That could go either way. Normally it's like a soloist, but yeah, it could be a group as well. Something that's really catchy. Yeah. Um, because like that 2019 one, so obviously we didn't have one last year, but the 2019 one, that's been in my head since. Yeah. It was um, quite a slow one. It was like a ballad. Yeah. Duncan Lawrence with Arcade. Yeah. One of the Netherlands. I, wasn't actually many I just ones. can't get over how you know these, these all by name. Like artist and song, like I, I'm I'm big into music and I really struggle with with names. People will say to me, "Oh, do you know this song?" and tell me the name, and I don't know until I hear perfect. the song. And yet, you it's, guys it's, know this like an encyclopedia. Yeah. To be fair, it's been in the UK charts for quite a while. It was, was it? Yeah, was I think it? it? Well, I think it topped at like number twenty-seven. I yeah. think, but it's it was still not bad. It was, is it? It, yeah, yeah. it's still listed for quite a while. Yeah. Mm. You know what, as well, there's an artist playing this year for Iceland, and I saw that they're already, they've already got a tour in the UK. Yeah. That's how big it can get, yeah. if they're really popular. Mm. <laughs> now, uh, we'll have to finish this conversation relatively soon. So, um, just, I, I have two questions. Number one is, what's your view on, on Embers, on the UK entry? Uh, we get quite frustrated in the UK. Yeah, I I think that with the breadth of talent that we have in the UK, we could go for an absolute showstopper where we are at the top of our game with Camp Factor, 
and it could just be a more well-rounded rather than sort of the I want to say generic feeling that it always seems to give really generic and I think obviously he had a song last year that he couldn't use this year again mm-hmm. and I think this year's is worse than last year and last year wasn't very good either so when we heard this one we were like great it's worse (laughs) see now the thing that i found interesting here is every year i feel like we as a country try and try and mimic a eurovision style song and we fuck it up every time so i actually have a bit i have a bit more respect for the fact that this time round, he's gone for generic british like pop music this is what pop music sounds like in the uk at the moment instead of it true previous winner's idea and just try and roll with that because obviously yeah. like a year on people have moved on from that we yeah. don't want yeah. the same thing again Absolutely. we want something different each year no that's fair enough no and okay yeah. last last question who do you think will win <sighs> okay so it's really interesting because i had an idea in my head and then we've recently just looked at the official bookies favorites um which i don't know if they're very you know mm. accurate or not yeah. and they're saying italy is going to win and I would have never said that. I would put my money on Iceland again because it's such a great song, or Lithuania, and they're both really not serious songs. And I felt like that's—I think that's how Europe's going to vote tonight. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> for me, for me, for me it's, I, I like Italy's song. I think it's a going in a different direction, which is quite good. If you haven't listened to it, please check it out. Uh, <laughs> but why are we promoting it? I don't know. Um, but I'm I'm gonna have to go with Iceland. Yeah, I think they it's 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 again it's a different take, but polar opposite to what Italy are doing. It's this sort of like almost people who you would expect to sort of not push mainstream music, but like they say, they're they're touring in the UK, they're touring in Nottingham. Yeah, yeah, it's the kind of song that you would be like here on the radio and be like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. I wouldn't even think it's a Eurovision song necessarily. So no. I feel like that could help it out. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like we're both definitely to Iceland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, we, we've got a little bet going on as to who we think will win. We don't know yet. We're, we're going to discuss that a little later. But okay. I might I might take your advice on, on that one. I don't know yet. No, we'll no, 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 <laughs> James's no, face is not happy right now. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. No, He's saying I'm not allowed to do drinking. it because it's cheating. But, oh, well. If you the drinking rules, Graham, we'll send those across to you later. Yeah, oh, please, because we could post that up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. If, you could, if you could send that over, that would be great. Of course. Cool. Right, well, thank you very much. James is frantically waving and saying thank you and showing you love signs, so that's, that's all beautiful. <laughs> Um, oh, he's blowing kisses at you now. So, uh, yeah, uh, we uh, we very much appreciate that. Thank you. You're That's very right. welcome. Thanks very much. Well, have a good night tonight. I'm sure Thanks, you'll enjoy guys. it. Oh, we will. <laughs> enjoy. I'm so happy Cheers. we're going. Good. <laughs> right, I'll see you later. Bye. 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 Can I just say that there is nothing better than listening to people who have such a true passion for a subject that you might not necessarily share the same. Just to listen to them, just wax lyrical and just the depth in which they love it. Yeah, I, I, it's, I, it's I good, isn't it? That was fantastic. And also, I was going to say that their reasons for what their tick boxes are, Yeah. not sure whether that's 
how it, I mean, that's their obvious personal preference, do you think? Or do you think that that's what the nation oh, is? Are they, they talking about they, the law of Eurovision? I, I, I don't know. They, they, from what they said, makes a, a good Eurovision song. I would, I would say they're pretty much on there from what I can see. Like when, mm, I, yeah. when I do watch it, I'm like, yes, if it, like saying if you were just up there singing, you could be the best singer in the world. But if you just get up there and sing, don't do anything else, I don't think you'd win. Okay. Whereas All right. You could be a mediocre singer, go up there and um, really, really just give it your all. And I think people would appreciate it more. Yeah. Well, I, I think that was a perfect conversation to have with two people who clearly adore Eurovision. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Fantastic. Absolutely. And now we've got a conversation with two people that don't know shit about Eurovision. So yeah. <laughs> this, there's a, there's all, we've always got to start from a point where we've got, you know, where we learn. You know, this is this is our learning experience. It's Eurovision fever, and the nation doesn't care. That's not true, but we are going to start off this Eurovision extravaganza. Um, so, like um, Graham has uh, said, we don't. Well, I mean, we don't really know too much about Eurovision, really, do we? Because you know, I don't know. We, we, we don't... I, I know it. I know it happens. I know we pay a lot of money to not win, and. I think calling it a song contest is a stretch. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, that's what I know. Yeah, that's all it is. So just literally looking at like this Eurovision Song Contest wiki, I mean, it is literally saying the Eurovision Song Contest is an international song competition organised annually by the European Broadcasting Union, which features Ibu. participants... Yeah, Ibu! Ibu, which... which Ibu! <laughs> which features participants representing primarily European countries. Yeah. Uh, See, be, now, um, this, is, this is already the bit that I have slight beef with. It's called Eurovision. Why are Australia part of it? That's a good point. I mean, primarily does that mean... Primarily European countries. You think Commonwealth countries might be involved if Australia's going to be involved? I don't know. Let's is call it, it about association? Let's call it... Commervision. Mm, mm, Commonwealthy vision. Commonwealthy vision. If you want to enter, feel free. It, it rolls off the tongue. Yeah, absolutely. It just rolls off the tongue perfectly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's my understanding of this just by looking at it is that this started in the 1950s, which was shortly after the Second World War. And it's trying to suggest on this page that um, it was. Well, so following the Second World War, it was an opportunity to uh, just have something that sort of unites the nations a little bit. So just to think that the Second World War, um, those people who, you know, fought and, you know, died for, you know, the rights of freedom, also died for the rights of Eurovision. So just bear that in mind. I mean, I find it interesting that the way that these governments clearly went, you know what, let's let's unite Europe by getting them to sing against each other. Like, yeah. well, you unite people by creating, by creating a competition 
that would purposely drive you against. Now, I remember a few years ago, you know, when the the whole Russia Ukraine it was a big was a big issue in our media. Mm. I remember watching Eurovision, and when Russia came up to sing, they got booed all the way through their song. <sighs> and it's just, it's just yeah, right. That's that's shit for any performer. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. the performer's fault that what was going on was happening and all that kind of crap, but it just turned political, didn't it? It's just odd to think how yeah. it was It was started from this idea of it being very political and look at where it is now. Political, but for different reasons. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing that, you know, considering we don't know too much about it, there's one thing we do know is that it is often politically decided almost. Um, yeah. A lot of the time, well, that's what we understand about it, at least. Um, that, shows, that shows how much power we've got in Europe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> should we be part? Should we be part of Eurovision if we're no longer part of Europe? We are part of Europe, Dingus. We're not part of the EU. They are two separate things. That's been the main point of contention for a lot of people out there. Okay, welcome to the Illish Videos podcast. Uh, you'll understand that we have no information and I'm about as stupid as any other silly little cunt knocking about this place. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel like a dingus, bitch. You're the yeah. one that said it. Yeah, I know, and you had to sort of bring it up as if like, oh, yeah, you thick idiot. Anyway... <laughs> We'll move on. So we we understand that this is kind of the basic premise of Eurovision, and you know we understand there's songs that are very sort of hammy. There's 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 rock songs. There's there's all kinds of stuff that enters every year, really, isn't there? I mean, some good stuff has come out of it, like ABBA notoriously came out of Eurovision, um, and different other artists. I mean, we're thinking about at the moment, uh, sort of the UK. Um, where we sit in all this historically through Eurovision. So we obviously, every country releases a song, they compete against each other. And I was just going to have a little look at our previous entries on on the BBC, just to get a flavour of, like, who's represented us. Okay. Um, There's a lot here, isn't there? I mean, Michael Rice, the infamous Michael Rice... Uh, I mean, Suray, Suri, Suri. Suri? See, this is where we need an expert to uh, to give us a hand. But mm, I mean, I remember, I remember Electro Velvet. I think, yeah, oh, Blue did it. I forgot they did it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I do remember Blue doing it. Andy do you... Abraham, Andy Abraham, boy. I don't remember him. What a lad. I think he was an X Factor contestant. Came up third. Oh. Do you remember? Do you remember Andy? No. Abraham? Look at his cheeky face. Oh, I do. I, I do, however, remember Daz Sampson. What's up, what, what's up with Daz Sampson? What the fuck? That image is weird. I must win. <laughs> yeah, he did not win Eurovision. He did a, he did a song about... Like what I learned at school, or some some shit like that, and and I, I remember like the the female vocal line on it was they they were told to be as British as possible, so they dropped all the T's and all that lot in it, so it was proper proper chavy kind of sound, and then he comes out and he's a rapper, 
and he does he does the whole you know where they don't they when when they're rapping instead of actually vocalizing with words they're just going eh oh eh he did a lot of that and it's like the mm, I mean you're on Eurovision and you're singing about what you learned at school that no part of that is is a is is like a a, a thing where you have a, re, a a gut reaction to make those noises so it right. just ne- it never came across right. Well, here's the thing. We're looking at this image right now, and he looks. What, what, how old would you say he is in this picture? 2006. Bear in mind, his entry was. I. He looks uh, about 40. He looks about 40, and he's he's got that kind of denim jacket, sort of hood underneath, but over the top of the denim jacket. He looks. He's yeah. trying to look like a bad man, isn't he? He's trying to look like an absolute yes. bad man. And in the background, he's got lines as if he's like been kept behind at school to write lines like on chalk on the blackboard. And it says, yeah. if I'm writing, saying, "I must win Eurovision." Like, <laughs> like it, that's what he did it's wrong. Not in good, is it? Oh, that is horrible. What a twat! Look at this uh, scooch. Uh, do you, I mean, do you remember? Do you remember Gemini? No. I don't they, I be- if, if I'm right, they were our first nil plat overall. They were the first, I, I think. I know I, I'm almost certain they got no points, but whether they are the first ones, first UK entry to ever get that, I don't know. But yeah, I think they were the first ones. Got right. nothing. I was gonna say, because I have heard of this, and what I was gonna say is that a little bit later we'll have a little look into the like the points and where these entries sort of yeah. hit um, because I want to know a little bit about that song in particular because I have heard it but look you've got Gina G who are just a little bit uh, you've got like, like there's like quite a few like people on here Olivia Newton John K- Katrina, Katrina and the Waves yeah there's there's actually oh, some there's some bit Matt Monroe um, you know Olivia Newton John yeah yeah just just said that mate you know what I mean did you? Yeah, I did, yeah. I did oh. just say that. <laughs> that takes it back from last time when you said you weren't listening to me and my glider and I told you that someone was accompanying me. Yeah, one one. Anyway, Bucks Fizz. Um, I'm not letting you get a word in on that. Michael Ball. Uh, yeah, there's been quite a few, I guess. Um, but you would probably say overall that we don't particularly do well in Eurovision, irrespective of the people we've mentioned. Would you say that in general? Or are you just going to let it hang because you're still annoyed? <laughs> is that what it is? I just, I just wanted to see what you would do if I didn't respond because you are well aware that there's there's this... Obviously, it's an audio recording and I've just realised I could edit in an even longer pause. I can that. do, yeah? Yep. Mm, all right. Sorry, yes. Um, yeah, I would say we are typically not... We're, we're not up there. No. Um, but hey, that's just how we roll. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, going into Eurovision 2021, I've had a little look at how, you know, who's coming. And we've understood that we are not the greatest at it. But shall we have a little look, I think, into 2021 just to see exactly where we might stand? We can do. Absolutely. So just give me a sec, because I've realised I've made a small mistake here. That's all right. It's no worries. So this entry is by James Newman. Okay. Yeah, that's what it says. Um, we mentioned, I think we have a little preview about us looking into this song, but obviously 
now that Eurovision has finally arrived, uh, James the, Newman. The long awaited moment. Yeah, the, oh. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Amongst our many adoring fans who have just waited for this day. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, James Newman. You know a bit about this guy already, but in terms of where he, who he's, he is. Well, he's, he's, he's John Newman's brother, and I, I, I quite enjoy John Newman's work. Um, mm. um, and from what I know, and again, could be wrong because I haven't really done any deep diving into this, but um, James Newman would w- was on the writing team with John Newman for his tracks. So right. there's 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 a strong well musical family there, but it's it's not a um, a case of just oh he's an every man that can sing. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite. So, well, yeah, no, no. I mean, we know your feelings on that, but I mean, I I get because when we spoke about this song last time, you said that it, that's how it came across. Yeah, like he, he came across, but like, and I completely get what you mean by that. It's mm-hmm. he's he's this just this down to earth guy, plucked from the streets that can sing. Yeah. Um. Uh, because that's exactly how he's been made up to to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, and and, I, and I, like I said, we've had a listen to this, but would you? Should we have a little listen as you know it is on tonight, and we want to see yeah. how this yeah. how this goes. Okay, so here we go. Times I know my fire burns low, but as long as you're with me, I'll never get cold. Day and night through darkness and light. Now, I'm just going to put it out there from the, the words go with this. To me, this screams of British pop music. Yes. I agree. And that, I've not had that with a UK Eurovision song for a long time. Okay. So I'm kind of. I'm, ca- I'm, I'm, I just want to see if we catch the chorus quickly. Just. What I really like there is again just going into just going into the the instrumental hook there. It does that fun little thing where the the hook starts before beat one of the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, on beat one, sorry, and then the drums kick in on beat two. All right. Instead of instead of it all exploding as one, it it, it comes in as a hit, then a second hit. Mm-hmm. Just being a musical dickhead about it, but I really like that. Do you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, it's it makes it more interesting to listen to hmm. than them both coming in at the same point. Yeah. Again, and it emphasizes I, that horn part. Yeah, I get that. Um, my understanding of previous Eurovision entries, not just from the UK but from other countries, is that there's got to be uh, there's there's a charm to certain songs and don't get me wrong they're, they're all practically shy but <laughs> I mean they are they are shy I mean this is shy 
this song. Like, let's yeah. take Eurovision, take the Eurovision hat off for a second. This is shy. I mean, it is shy. See, I'm going to challenge that. Why is it shy? <laughs> because, um, well, first off, it's, it's got this kind of. I don't no, know, okay. Use no, no, don't don't use don't use subjective opinion. Objectively, why is it shy? Okay. Um, first off, uh, the lyrics are really uninspiring. Um, the beat is probably compiled from about 150 songs that have already been released in the past 25 years. Um, it feels a little bit predictable. I actually don't rate the hook, if I'm honest with you. I don't like the background choruses back that the background singers backing him up. They're like, you run it back, baby, light up the room. It's like, yeah, that's what he said. Like, shut up. We get it. Do you know what I mean? Let him sing and he needs to take the crown. Stop getting people to back you up. I really it's, it's just, that. It feels a little bit, it just feels a bit like there's no character. I don't think there's any character to the song. That I think is my biggest gripe. I'd really enjoy that. I said, not subjective opinion. Objectively, what's wrong with the song? And you gave me all subjective opinion. Fantastic. Oh all right, okay. What do you want me to say? Because it I is a song. Why it's shit. I want to know why it's shit. Okay, all right. Objectively, it's a song that is well-structured and it has the hooks in the right places and you have a guy who can sing with a little bit of a northern soul kind of feel where it's been... You know, it's got that kind of feel. Fair play. But I'm going to talk about where it stands in the competition and why it just doesn't float my boat personally and why now I think that, it won't be good. That is an extremely valid point because from what I can tell of Eurovision, and I could be very, very much wrong, the reason I say it's not much of a song contest is because the contestants are not judged on how good their song is. Yes. Their, their contestants are judged on the personal opinions of everyone that votes mm-hmm. in terms of whether they like that song or not. Mm-hmm. So from a musical perspective, the music itself is not really judged. No, it's not. That's why I asked the whole... I asked for the objective opinion or the objective side, not the subjective. It was just to prove a point that I that I personally feel that Eurovision is not a song contest. It is just almost like a popularity contest and that's it. Absolutely. So if I was thinking, and I know I've mentioned this before and I'm not going to necessarily bring up the my idea of what the Eurovision song should be, but my thing is, is that it, it lacks character and I just think sometimes we might need to be a little bit more playful about our content and be a little bit tongue-in-cheek and a bit humorous so that it captures the imagination of other countries. So when I said last time about making a song about boiled beef... Boiling beef. Boiling beef, yeah. Well, no, because, like I said, if we're known to stereotype... Yeah, if if we're in our stereotype, if we are known to boil beef, I think there's something quite endearing about identifying that stereotype and therefore showing that we have a bit of a sense of humour and character, which is what I think a lot of, you know, England is judged on historically, is our sense of humour, as well as the fact that we've been genociding for Yeah, years. I mean, if they changed the lyrics to, like, Out of the Embers, and it was just like, we're a bit racist, or something like that, would you feel <laughs> that that would be better? 
Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that we be... do not like you, and yeah. it's okay if you're with us. <laughs> Boil your beef. Boil your beef. <laughs> you know, like, Eat a Mr. Whippy. It is tasty on a Sunday, summer, summer Sunday. You know, whatever. Just, just do some. Yeah. Yep. Um, I get that. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. oh, yeah, no, I, eat fish I, and chips and slap a seagull in the face. <laughs> yeah. The queen That's... has swans, yeah. Ring the next, yeah. Oh, shit, don't do that because you'll get arrested. Yeah, you know? don't ring a swan's neck. There's no need. So, no, I, I completely agree with you. that, like, I See, personally, I don't mind this song. I can go for it. I can sit there and listen to it and go, yeah. It's it's all right. Um, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't sit there and go, "What a masterpiece!" My lord, this person has written the perfect song. Um, oh, I know. Um, but I can go. Yeah, I, I appreciate the effort that was put into it, so I'll happily listen to it. Um, but if if we're going into Eurovision with this song, I don't think it will win. No. And I don't think it is through any fault of the songwriting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's it's very much it, we won't win because a there there is this persona of Great Britain within Europe that is never favourable, um, no. and b yeah there's no there's no exuberance to this. I mean I I actually saw a sneak peek of the performance that he's going to do. Sure. Uh, he's, is there any is there any pot boiling pans or no nothing like that. He is. He stood in the middle of the stage on a on like a plinth, um, and he doesn't move that much. So we're already we're already onto a losing streak here. But he's got giant trumpets as his background, and then he's got like four fake trumpeters doing some dance moves whilst okay. holding trumpets. All right, that's okay. what I saw. Okay, a short I mean, that's, little thing. that's not that's not a bad thing. Um, if you want, I just want to say I brought up the. Uh, United Kingdom in Eurovision voting and points. I don't know if you have yep, that. got that here. Yeah. Right. So, would you say, uh, in terms of what we're looking at here, we'll go into some of the statistics in a minute. Um, would you say that this particular song by James Newman, yeah, um, might do better than most of these entries here? <sighs> what do you think? Just quickly, did did someone just like to stand on a squeaky floorboard? No, why? Just just sounded like someone may have just stood on. It might have been my chair. Are you trying to suggest something? I'm not suggesting anything. I mean, I can be honest if you want. Did you just fart? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Not once. Again, just bringing fart. This is this is like we're never I going did. to. You made the noise. You made the noise. Anyway, we just we got this. This no. See, this is where I've made it easy to edit out. I left a gap before I asked this fucking question because I didn't. I I genuinely thought you farted, so I was like, "That's funny." Farts are, are funny. We are never. Every time we do this, we are never going to get away from fucking fart and shit talk, are we? Every single time we try and do something, I guess, a little bit professional. The Wikipedia, oh Wikipedia, Eurovision extravaganza, and, and yet what? Fucking shit, shit and fart. Cool, mate. You know, yeah, you're right. I didn't fart. I'm sorry. But yeah, we're, we're, I, I, look, I enjoy them too. Sorry, I got a bit angry. I didn't need to. I didn't need to. Ah. There you go, there's one. There you go. I'm gonna light a 
the room. Give me a lighter. Give me a lighter. I'm gonna shave myself. Yeah. See, you're the, you've I'm taken James, that. I'm James Pooman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm James Pooman. Hear my Eurovision entry. I'm putting it out there. All right. You chose to do a podcast with me. Farts will happen, okay? Yeah, they are I part know. of a stable conversation. <laughs> Jesus. Our own right. way we were. Anyway, we'll, 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 to well, I mean, 2017 looks pretty good for us, like 111 yeah. points. And if I'm right in saying Eurovision, I think if every country votes, I think the maximum you can get is it, is it 10 or 11 points? I don't know. Is it? I'm trying 12, to remember what it is. I don't know. I 12. don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. It's either te- 12. Let's go with 12. So 111 is pretty high for 2017. Um, hundred, I can blue. So blue got good entry, but wait, wait. Nineteen ninety-seven, we won with two hundred and twenty-seven. Ah, yeah, with love shine light with Katrina and the waves. Yeah. Oh, Gina G did do. Ooh, oh, just a little bit. I wanted to bring back one of these. Obviously, we'll find out where James Newman sits with us anyway. But you remember that one that was um, no vo- votes? You're absolutely right. It was Gemini with the song. Two thousand three. Cro- yeah, 2003 with Crybaby. Now, to get no votes, I haven't heard the song, but I would think that they must be just criticising. In order to get no points, they must be like calling all the nations Crybabies. That's what I'm thinking no, no, in my head. Just, I've, just, I've just loaded this up. Yeah. Um, let's see if he goes. Just have a listen. They are so out of tune. Oh, when yes. Yeah, go on. That's, that's how that went oh, and God, can I also crawling. point out a, a thing that I fucking hate when you watch a live performance and the instrumentalist is not playing what you are hearing what, 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 what? He, what? he had the flamenco guitar going on which is uh, you know flamenco is a very typical British you know yeah, piece but of go, music go, isn't it you know yeah. Oh no, 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 no. That's fine. But go back and watch his finger movements. He's not. He's not playing the strings at the right time. And he is using one finger. Yeah. He's not really playing the guitar. No. That's that's. that's I get that. That's fucks me off. But is that not the hammy coming in? It's like it's not really. A, do you know what I hate about that? Is there's there's one thing sounding out of tune or out of key. It's another when you're going into it so confidently and it doesn't change. <laughs> like. Yeah, that, but that, that, I mean, that, just that is Christ. that is just that that is just them being told be confident, be confident, yeah. you can do this, and they go, oh, and then I, 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 I get what you mean by it, you know it's it's you know the, mimicking the the 
the instrument movement is um, is a bit hammy. It's it's camp. It gives that feeling to it. But if you're going to do it, do it well. Oh yeah, of course, absolutely. That was that was fucking shocking. Do you know what? I I'll, I'll say this. I reckon if they did that crybaby song and it was about calling other nations crybabies and then listing a few things that are like yeah, your shit, your shit, and your shit. You are shit. I don't like France or Italy or Russia or France. Like oh, ugh, I said, France twice. But if they did that, I guarantee they'd get at least one vote. They got nothing for that. That was horrific. See, now I've I've had an idea about what would make a brilliant Eurovision song. Mm-hmm. It would get no votes, I think, or one. Okay, but I think the UK would love it. Okay, you rework Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire," mm-hmm. and you just list every country that Great Britain has wronged in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when it gets to the chorus, you just act as though you don't care that you've wronged, that we have wronged so many countries. Like, yeah. and okay. just go up there and sing that and watch the backlash. But you know, in every pub in the country, that song would be sung over and over again. And that's yeah. the kind of country we are. It sounds like you're making a dangerous movement, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're about to make the next, like, I don't know, right-wing kind of like, <laughs> movement. That's what it sounds like. See, What's a great this, idea, this, Graham? See, yeah, that, that's, that's the problem. Let's ourselves as a nation. No, but that, that's the problem, right? I'm saying this as this would be fucking hilarious as a joke. Yeah, definitely. Kind of all tongue-in-cheek. And there's fucking Nigel Farage sat in a, a dank little office somewhere going, oh, it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking These guys that. got it. These guys yeah. got it. <laughs> He'll Thank join you. the movement. Yeah, let's get, on. <laughs> let's get voting, people. <laughs> <laughs> he went from one voting movement to another. Brilliant. Imagine <laughs> to that. be fair, fuck it. If you got night like he seems to be able to convince anyone to do anything stupid. Yeah. Get, get him in on Eurovision. Get him in on Eurovision. Get him in on Eurovision. Hundred percent. Do it. Do it. He <laughs> comes across and he's just like, I don't know. What what would it be called? It what was it? Um what was that All Saints song? Was it Pure Shores? What was that called? Pure, yeah, Pure Shores. That never, ever, 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 never, yeah. ever one. Or, yeah. or was that the beach thing to where it was? We know what some we're talking about. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he just did a version of that, but just about like all the coastal shores of England and just like his constant looking across the horizon to see if it moves. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like sitting there eating fish and chips going, I think I see... Is that? Oh my god! Is that a boat? Is that a dinghy? Oh my god! What's going on here? Ah, oh, he, he called it the dinghy song or something, right? You know, just like. Yeah. It, <laughs> uh, do you know what? I, you know, it's just I'd, a thought. It's just an idea. I would support that. It would be the only only time I think I could happily say, "Yeah, I'd really support Nigel Farage." Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd happily, I'd happily support him. He'd to get, get my version. <laughs> yeah. It's the only time I positively vote for Nigel Farage is we went into the Eurovision Song Contest with a song about watching the horizon forever, <laughs> <laughs> just to see if it moved. That's all. I'm 100 behind that. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so you know, do you think? So do you think James Newman's going to be a big one this year? 
I mean, that was shocking what I just heard there. So it's definitely better than that. It's better than that. I, I don't know. I don't think he will be voted for. I, I think he's genuinely got a, a, a half decent song that that's. It's. I can listen to that, have it on while I'm working, and I don't go. This is Eurovision. That's the thing. Yeah. It doesn't scream of Eurovision, so I don't think it will win. Okay, all right. That's, that's the simple one there. Okay, yeah, I'd probably go if I'm going to have a guess at points average. I reckon he would. I, I'm going to go ninety, maybe eighty, ninety, because it's not. And the reason I say that is because it's not. Like you said, it's not. It's not a bad song. It's not as long as he doesn't sing it out of tune or out of key. Um, yeah. It's not too bad. I mean, I, I'm going to go solid eighty or ninety. Oh, I mean, I, re- I reckon. Yeah, I reckon he'll get. He'll get like the Irish vote. I, I think. Yeah. Um, because they they generally vote for us. We generally vote for them. But I th- I think this song would would at least appeal to the mm. mainstream side. There. Okay. So, yeah, no. That's, that's All right. What I um, think. Cool. Well, let's have a. You know, I think we've we covered the UK well, so we'll go have a little look into. Uh, into all the other entries. Okay, all right. So we are going to now have a little look at um, this year's, uh, I believe, grand finale and the entries for it. Because I didn't realise that they have a quarterfinal and a semi-final, and then they have a final. I thought it was just all one night. Um, so, you know, apparently this is going to be a running order of the grand final. And what we're going to do, Graham and I, is we're going to do our personal top five, not in any particular order, because we're going to listen to them as they play. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a little listen to all the entries. And in the end, we're going to take opportunities to, um, share our top five out of this. So we will let you know, obviously the nation once they're playing as well. And so, so you know what you're listening to. Mm. See, um, any, any thoughts just, before just, going into this? Yeah, just you know, you said you didn't realise there were these uh, there were the semi-finals, quarterfinals, all that lot, and then the finals. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I was about probably about eleven or twelve when I realised this, um, and up until like when I when I realised that, I was like, "How the hell do we keep getting into the finals? Because mm. our songs are shit." Oh yeah, and then. And then a few years later, I was uh, enlightened to the fact that we pay. We are part of the big five. There are five countries that pay to take part in Eurovision. Oh, okay. How much are so, we talking here? Um, Is this taxpayer's money? Uh, ooh, that one I'm not sure about. We need to find that out because otherwise Farage is either going to kick up a storm or actually do a proper entry. Oh, that'd be great though. So wouldn't that be great? He just single-handedly took down Eurovision. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, oh, this is the Express, but three hundred and ten thousand. Oh, is it taxpayers' money? Oh, I see. Oof. That's three hundred and ten. Really? Why? Yeah, three hundred and ten. Thousand, three hundred and ten thousand. I just why? What's the point? Anyway, I thought I'd just yeah. bring that up in the open. Just, just for anyone right. that is unsure. Let's get Nigel right. Farage to make that Eurovision song, then. 
Let's do it. Okay. Right. Anyway, so sorry. let's have let's have a listen to the finalists, and we're going for top five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to maximize? Is it alright for maximize the screen? Is that alright? Just so I can catch the nations as they come in. Okay. Right. Cyprus. El Diablo. I mean, that's quite a good one. I like that. It's all right. It's got a bounce. Okay, that's quite a good moment. Yeah. We got Albania now. No, already no. No? Oh, she's a strong, powerful woman, though, you know? Boom. Kicking up a storm. Yes, but, yeah, but go back and listen. Yeah. She she was bouncing around those notes. Wow. So this is Israel. Okay. That's going to get people. Yeah, that. Oh. Yeah, right. Oh, radio. This is a bit. Oh, sorry, just watch the drummer. Not in time. Oh, nah. that really fucks me off. She's wearing a jumpsuit. I'm already in. Yeah. It's Russia. Ah, oh, it's not bad actually. This gets the hammy a bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Don't know why I said it on my back. It's in Russian. There's lots of people in the back of screens as well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. There you go. There's a powerful voice. Yeah. Powerful woman. Yep, this is Malta. Killing it. Okay. Malta's killing it, alright. See, I I really like that hook. I did. Portugal. Oh my goodness. Whoa. No. It's like a it's like a cross between Prince and Darius from fucking Popeye. <laughs> it's yes. horrible. Look at this guy. Ah, these graphics are terrible. They can't even animate someone walking. See, this looks like it's trying to trying to do the Sir, Beyonce yeah. or the single ladies. Serbian Destiny. I was about to say Serbian Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Yeah. Yeah. This is not. This is. There's some. There's some sass though. Yeah. Liking that. It's not bad. Oh, here we go. Big See, boy. Trumpets. There's nothing to it, is there? As a live performance, that don't work. No, he doesn't. He needs a presence about him. That's what he's going to let him down. What the hell's going on on the screen? Oh I my get... god, they've got Hollow okay, Man Reese. Michael Jacksons. Yeah. <laughs> Hollow Man Michael Jacksons. Great. This yeah. is... So this this is just her way of not having to move. Mhm. Mm Switzerland. 
he, he not needs, bad. He, yeah, he needs to stop dancing. This yeah. guy's face don't. It's unique. There's something quite. Okay, yeah. Now, last year, these guys nailed it with their song. Mate, they, I'm sold. Look at those keyboards. Yeah, right. Croissant keyboards, whatever they are. Right, brilliant. I like that. Yeah, I really oh. like that as well. Yeah. Where's he from? I can't see. I'm not voting for him anyway. Standing no. in front of a big old moon. Fucking pound landing, repaying glaciers. Terrible. No. Moldova. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm liking that beat. I'm really liking what. Yes. <laughs> this has got that campiness. This works. That's just a giant middle finger, and I love it. My God. Finland. No. Go, go back 10 years and this might have actually been something that could have worked. Yep, I agree. Victoria from Bulgaria. Growing up is getting old. No fucking shit. Do you know what I mean? Now they are inspired lyrics. Yeah. It's like razor light. When I go out somewhere and then I come home again. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Lithuania. <laughs> I mean, the, just the, the dancers are there. Yeah. I love this. This is this is definitely it. Whoa, look at this. She's cool. Yep. I am game for that. France. Did you say Brie? She's singing about cheese. Maybe. It is good again. <laughs> milk. Azerbaijan. Yep. Gone. Drop. Oh. Okay, Norway. Welcome to the 90s, kids. <laughs> oh my god, this guy looks like a wrestler. It looks, looks and sounds. Yeah. See, I've heard Norway usually do quite good. This stinks. Yeah, it does. 
These are the and now adverts. And now adverts. Waiting for you to fill. Please stand by for our sponsors. Together awaits. Fuck you. Skip ads. Yeah, skip. You can't break me. Yeah, not a bad song. Alright. No. Yeah. Oh, Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction. Fucking hell. Look at this guy. I can nearly see his cock. It's not it's not a bad song. Mm-mm. Okay. Alright. Now Sweden. Okay. There's some nice harmonies in there. Yeah, it's not bad. It, it always feels like it follows a Swedish pop formula. They, they have a style, don't they? Sweden. Yeah. This is a bit I mean, this one shiny, shiny this... board. Yeah. This is a bit shiny board. Don't give me the daddy, thank you, That is. That is Sean Paul. No, I ain't. That, that's that's got to be Sean Paul. Is it that, Sean Paul? I think that is. I think no, that is. Sean Paul. Right, you look it up quickly. Go find Sam Marino, yeah? Not. Yeah, Sam Marino. That's Sam Marino there. Right, I'm, looking, I'm looking this one up. <laughs> Just give me the light and pass the draw. I'm in Sam Marino. <laughs> okay, Sam Marino, Sean Paul. Did you write that impression of Sean Paul? I did. No one else will. <laughs> Everyone will hate it. Did you get your five down anyway, just out of curiosity? Yeah, no, no, I did. Okay. Cool. I, I'll be honest. I can't, I'll be honest with I can't actually see anything to say Sean Paul. So. I'm pretty sure if you typed in Sean Paul news, it'd be like, oh my God, he's joined the San Marino team in Europe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not him, but he's definitely rocking a Sean Paul vibe. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I, I would, some of these that I've written, five, we've obviously got snippets. I don't remember these, but these are the ones that I was compelled to write on first listen. So, Yeah, um, go on then. You, let's go for have, yours. Okay, so I went with Russia. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, which I think had these screens on the background with different people. I went for Germany because I thought that was quite... It sounded unique and it actually was quite catchy in quite an interesting way. Yeah. And it was it and that was the one with the middle finger, was it? Uh yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. i I'm personally Germany, I'm loving. Uh yeah. Lithuania, I went for. Yeah. I went for Ukraine and Azerbaijan. Ah, so I, I have I have two that were the same as yours. Okay, go on. I went for so Germany, absolutely. Yeah. Um Lithuania, yeah, I was I mean, it's Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. And and it it worked. So I was quite happy with that. Um yeah. so yeah, I'd go I'd go for Germany Lithuania. I really like Malta. Yeah. Do yeah. you remember Malta off the top of your head? Which one was what? Yeah, yeah somewhere, somewhere. I think Malta Cape there you go. There's so Oh uh, yeah, Malta. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I really okay. like Malta. Thought she had it. Um, Iceland, mm-hmm. as well. So the band with the funky keyboards. I ah uh, yeah. See, I, I would have gone for that as well. I, I would have been happy. I would have happily gone for that. I would say. To be fair, their their song from last year 
was a was a full blown slap. It was great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they obviously they couldn't use that. I personally think if they if they had done Eurovision last year, um, and they used that song, they would have won. Iceland would have won it. Mm, okay. All right. They usually not, didn't they know weren't. too much about Eurovision. I know that one song. Okay. Cool. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and the last one, I quite enjoyed Sweden. Sweden, did you? Yeah, I like the vocals. I like the vocal harmonies in there. See, it, it, that didn't grab me as much. I thought it felt quite, in comparison to what I heard, it was like my personal favourite. Like it just didn't have enough to stand out for me. But No, that's fine. You know, I, don't, I don't think Sweden would win. I just think yeah. it was in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> that's <fair laughs> yeah that's... Well, again, this is sort of our personal preference, wasn't it? We're not looking yeah. to find the winner at this point. But, you know, how do you feel about the contest now that we've heard every single one? Do you think this is going to be quite an eventful night? It's amazing how yeah. much I also simultaneously don't give a crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you're asking a question where I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I'm supposed to have an enthusiastic answer here. Um, <laughs> it's a, do you know what it's like? It's like you're my son or something, and I we're going like, oh, we're going to the string museum, and I turn to the back of, yeah, of the car as I'm driving you to the string. Go, are you going to look forward to today, Graham? And you just go. Uh, it's just making it, yeah. Yes, Maybe forward to going to the string museum. Thank you. <laughs> That's what it feels like. I'm trying to ask you. Right I now, know. But... Um. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think everyone involved will enjoy themselves. That's mm-hmm. like, because it's because I'm not a big fan of it. Like. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe I'm just, uh, I feel like I might be being pedantic here. Me? No. Um, no chance. Right. Purely because it's called the Eurovision Song Contest, it winds me up. So I automatically go, nah, I, I don't have a, a vested interest in this. If they called it the and they, Eurovision Dick Swinging Contest, I think that's closer to what it is. I would vote every year for a Eurovision <laughs> dick swinging contest. Can I just but that's, say? That's, that's the, or they just, they did it who wants to show off the most contests? Eurovision wa- meat spinning. <laughs> yeah, who wants to get up on stage and just dick about contest? Something like that. I'd be way more invested in it. But because you're probably the title, it, why can't you just think of this as a dick swinging contest then? It's just a title. Well, no, but because it masquerades itself as like, a, some kind of bigger thing than, than what it is. I, I, yeah, but know, you masquerade yourself as being a decent person, and we both know that's not true. So why why are we even like? Do you know what I mean? Oh, do you, you know, want to make another big silence? No, no, not a big silence. You know what? Sometimes when you say things, it hurts me. Oh, does it? Yeah, and I feel like you don't know this. Do you know why? Do you know why I find that difficult to comprehend? Is because you always have a face of like you're constantly hurt. So when you're yeah. actually hurt, I can't identify it. I mean, what does that? Sometimes tell you? you have this look like I'm you're hurt around in like constant, constant pain. My life yeah. existence is pain, and all you're doing is adding to it. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've actually had a little listen to the uh, finalists of this year, um, I think now. We've got to take away our personal preferences, or maybe not. Um, but we've got to think about who is going to win Eurovision 2021. Um, and one thing we are going to do is Graham and I are going to choose who we think is going to win. And 
basically we're going to make a bet and whoever loses this bet is going to um, do a forfeit set by the other person. Bear in mind, we know that we're not going to probably get the number one winner. We might do, but there's a possibility that we won't get the winner. So we will therefore go for whoever ranks highest in our choices. Yeah. Okay. So does that make sense? Yep. Perfect sense okay. to me. I'm, I Basically, I need to think of a really good forfeit for you to do because I'm clearly going to win this. Um, I have already thought of a forfeit that I think is going to be an absolute audio feast. Oh, um, and I can't, and I pray I win. Now I've got to be really careful here because I, I want to win so badly. I have to think about, we've covered the political aspect, but we've also covered the individual songs that are in the century. So we need to really think about this. No, I need to really okay. think about this. You can, you go in carelessly, Graham. Go on, go in carelessly. Okay. I, will, I will go in carelessly because if I lose, I don't feel bad because I was very mm-hmm. careless about it. If I win, my God, it's going to be so sweet that you have thought this through and you still lost. And I'm just going to pluck a country out of my head and just go with it. Oh, really? Okay. All right. You Can said I just going say... carelessly. I'm, I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to go in carelessly. All right. Not a problem. I don't believe that it is a careless uh, vote. I think you're trying to pull a little bit of the bluff on here. I mean, I'm looking at this article right now of, was it previous winners? Uh, yep. Winner list in full from ABBA to Bucks Fist and Laureen. Um, we've got to bear in mind, so I'm seeing Austria, I'm seeing Denmark, Sweden. Uh, funny enough, the UK has actually won seven times in the history of it, which I didn't expect. Have we? Yeah, apparently so. Well, I did see that. Us. I did see it. Well done, us. Ireland have come in quite a bit. Did we have Ireland? Did they not make the final? They didn't make the final, no. Wow, okay. See, something I'm interested in, I'm looking at a different article and it says we've only had five victories. 1967, mm. 69, 76, 81 and 97. Oh, I thought it was seven, my bad. We still won it though. I, I thought we would never win it. Yeah, um, no, we, we have won it. I think you should go for Yugoslavia. You can choose whatever the <laughs> hell you want. I I will. No, I think you should make... go for Yugoslavia. Why? No, just go for Yugoslavia. No, you why? Why? Me. Why? Go on. No, go on. Please. Do you, not hear their en- do you not hear their entry? Oh, it was, it was fantastic. It was. Yeah. Yes, I'm not. I'm not going to go for. Okay. <laughs> Drat. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Right. I'm going to go. Now, this has to be a combination because I've got to think about what I like and plus also what's pretty good. Um, when we spoke to uh, you know, your mates earlier about this, yeah. uh, did they go for, was it Italy? Did they say Italy? Uh, pretty? No, their, their choices were either Iceland or Lithuania. Well, I think Iceland was the general consensus and then there was Lithuania as well. Really? Yeah, okay. I'm certain. I'm almost certain that's what it was. Okay. I can listen back, though. ...song or Lithuania, and they're both really not serious. again. Yeah, Iceland or Lithuania. All right. Okay, I'm going to ask you first, because like I said, I'm not getting anything from this list of previous winners, if I'm honest. There's nothing no, 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 that tells no, I'm, me I'm, I'm know, I want to know who... I want to know who you're picking, Mr. I'm well, thinking this one through. Well... 
They said Lithuania. I wrote Lithuania in my top five. Yeah. So I am very, very tempted to hit up Lithuania. Although I am so not confident because I want to win this so bad. So mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go with Lithuania. You're going with Lithuania, okay? Yes. That's locked in. That is your choice. I, I don't I don't know what else I can vote for that would suggest no. otherwise for me. No, that's uh, fair enough. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go off one of the ones that I've chosen there. And I do think in terms of Eurovision power, um, you've probably made the safest choice there. Okay, yeah, uh, I probably have. But they wouldn't be who I would choose from personal preference. Okay. Like, for me, the song was playing it very, very safe. Um, like I said, it was Pet Shop Boys, which mm-hmm. Eurovision, there's always a Pet Shop Boys song. And it probably always does well. Yeah. Yeah. So Almost almost always. Because the, the, the for some reason, the uh, sort of that era of music seems to be Eurovision staple. Um, okay. So it's kind of like, oh, happy days, good for you, blah, blah, blah. So what I'm going to do is I've written them, written them on a list here. I'm just going to drop a pencil on it and see where, <laughs> where it goes. And Risky. I mean, if, yeah, if it lands on, well, I think the, the choices I've made apart from Sweden are safe choices. If that makes sense to, okay. to, to do that. They'll, they'll do Sweden's well quite a safe choice. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think that they were Eurovision winning. I just. I. Ch- I chose Sweden because I like the vocal harmonies. That was literally it. Okay. So, right, I'm sorry. What? I just called you a loser. Okay. Right. So we're going Malta. Oh. Tiny okay. little dot next to Malta. So, I'll. I will choose Malta. Right. Okay. I'm going to write this down. So. Uh, J Mole, the big man, uh, has chosen Lithuania, and G Dog, G dash capital D A W G, G Dog, G Spot is going to go for Malta. Whatever. Cool. All right. So Lithuania, Malta. Right. We've got it down. This is it. Now we've got to see how. Lithuania, come on Lithuania, come on Lithuania. Those experts in the field that we made conversation with earlier have said Lithuania. I've said Lithuania because it was in my top five. I'm feeling Lithuania. This this individual here decided to throw all his chips in by dropping a pencil on whatever it landed and came up with Malta. Now, Malta wasn't too bad, to be fair, but I think I've got this one. Yeah, okay, feel, feel nice and confident. I'm good with that. If I lose, I'll be fucking guys. I'll be guys. Right, and that's that's the whole reason why I dropped the pencil instead of actually making an informed decision. Because, like I said, if I lose, yeah, I deserve it. If I win, you're going to be crushed. Yeah, this is going to hurt me. Yeah. Because I've I've planned something for you that's going to be really... It's going to be so good. Well, I'm I'm sure we'll play another game at some point. Anyway, so yeah, if you don't this, win this one, this one. Yeah, I, I agree. But this specific thing that I've got for you will involve Eurovision. Now, because we've made bets on it, we should probably watch Eurovision. Uh, 
Yeah, we should. We should. I mean, we should. And yeah. what I think we should do is we should watch Eurovision and then on social media, maybe, maybe we could, we could do like a, 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 a post about it, just explain it, just showing us watching and enjoying it. I think I feel, I especially feel our listeners want to see you watching Eurovision from start to finish. Maybe you could live tweet it. Do you know what? This is, this is a great idea. Mm -hmm. I know we've done an episode about it. I don't think I want to watch Eurovision. Oh, oh, that's, that's That's, a shame. That is a shame, isn't it? I mean, we've we've been giving it. I'm all not. This, I'm not yeah. going to go. I'm not. I'm not going to watch it. Like, why should I have to watch it? Well, because you were the one that sent me a message saying we should do Eurovision episode. So I feel like you've taken the lead on that. We've done the episode. That's it. Just wait for the results. Just wait for the results. Do you know what? I don't need to. Hear I mean, the I I do that with football as well. So it's fine. It's about the same. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's your preference. But do you know what I'm going to do? Maybe I'll tune in to the, the voting. I'll tune in on like a live... Oh, you don't want it. The voting is awful. Yeah, no, I don't want to hear it. That's awful. It takes fucking hours. Yeah. No, and everyone pretends that. to be excited and they're really yeah. not. Exactly. Yeah. Just to hear nil poire Malta, nil poire Malta, no points Malta, nothing Malta, nothing, uh, no, nothing again. No points, Malta. I mean, again, you must be used to hearing that with Tottenham. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're shy. I hope the club burns <laughs> to the ground. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> I don't fuck football. I'd rather watch Eurovision of football right now, if I'm honest. Oh, wow. That's what it feels um, like. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, that's fine. Euro- anyway, we Eurovision should end Super this. League. Yeah. We should, we should end this. Yes, we should. So... Let's say something very nice to all the lovely listeners. Um, so yep. yeah, wait, wait, what, what's going on there? What's going no, on? No, no, it's all good. Well, no, no what's fine. going on? That's no, fine. Ooh, hearing noises. Oh, no, something no, going on in the background. No, no, it's fine. Okay, yeah, so. yeah, okay, we'll end it. We'll end it now. Um, okay, should I do the honors, or do you want to do the honors? I always do thanks, this, you thanks, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. This is my version of you, like my impression of you doing it. We really love you listening to our music and whatever we did. It was a podcast, wasn't it? Not music, but still. Thanks for listening to us talk. It's been so much fun. You can catch us at forward slash Illich Videos on any form of social media. There's Instagram and there is there is Toptic and there is there is the Facebook. You can find us on all of those and and give us support. Please comment and send us an email uh illagevidiots at mailg.com. I think I nailed that. Uh, certified wanker. Right, yeah. Fair enough. That was pretty accurate. Yeah, okay, yeah, please follow us on TikTok, Instagram, our Facebook page, and Twitter when we get that up and running properly. Send us an email. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, send us an email. Let us know what you think. Um, And please, like I said, send us emails about uh, mulling it over. Um, What's mulling it over? This is bullshit. Yeah, just give us a shout on on fucking illegevidiots at gmail.com. I'm so honest.